Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda. <laughs> Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda. And we're going to talk today about overcoming guilt, overcoming regret in our lives, overcoming what ifs, if onlys. And we all live in that place. We all all battle it. I should have done that. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. I could have. I could have done that, but I wasn't given the opportunity. Or, or I would have. <laughs> if I had. Or it, it, it goes on. You get the point. Hey, before we get into the message, I just want to say blessings to you. We're here at Igniting Hope Ministries. We, we're belief specialists. We're helping you in what you believe and how you think. Because what we believe is more important than what we do. Obviously, what we do is important. But it says in Romans 12, too, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation comes from believing something higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. Transformation doesn't come from trying harder. It comes from believing higher. And we love to share these things. And this message today, I believe, is going to be an encouragement to you. And if you're new to our message, and we're doing a YouTube simulcast as well with this podcast, maybe you're watching this on YouTube, and you don't even know who we are, you can go find us at ignitinghope.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there. We send out a weekly newsletter and with our podcast connected to that with our blog. And we've got some great resources that are there for you as well. Let's get into today's teaching. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. You know, there's somebody in the Old Testament named Joseph. One of my heroes, one of the greatest people in the whole Bible. He certainly could have lived in woulda, shoulda, coulda. He, I mean, as a, as a boy, he had a dream and he, of, of his brothers and parents bowing down to him. He, he shared his dream. It created such jealousy that his brothers sold him into slavery and told his parents he was dead. Man, he should have not said he should have not shared his dream and it it goes on and he he's sold as a slave uh goes into a place called potiphar's house does great job there but his potiphar's wife falsely accuses him of rape and and, and he could have thought wow uh i i should have i should have not i should have been more careful around her or I could have really gone someplace if it wasn't for her and the false accusation. Joseph was a success. I love to talk about success because success is not a goal to be obtained. It's a state of being. Success is not a goal to be obtained. It's a state of being. If we need something outward to validate us as a success in our thinking about ourselves, maybe a certain level of education, maybe a certain 
uh, type of job, maybe a certain amount of followers on social media, maybe a certain amount of money or uh, maybe looks, a certain level of looks to be a success. If we need any of those things, we're not. God's method of making great people and great influencers is to make us successful on the inside when we don't look successful on the outside. There's no convenient time to radically renew our minds. There's no convenient time to radically uh, renew our minds and be transformed. And so even today, as we, we talk about woulda, shoulda, coulda, but let me give you a verse about Joseph I really like in Genesis 39, verse 2. It just makes a statement. It says, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. Why don't you just say out loud right now, I am a successful person. I am a successful person. Because in the Lord you are. You're more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ. You're an overcomer. That's who you are. But this woulda, shoulda, coulda thing is this these words, they, they represent regret and guilt for we feel for missed opportunities, mistakes, unjust happenings, and failures in meeting our own expectations or the expectations of others. And these things cause various levels of shame, various levels of guilt as we look back. I, I look back on certain things in my life and where I missed opportunities in, in connecting with people, sharing the Lord with people, missed opportunities or, or I should, there's certain things I shouldn't have done. And, and, and this regret, this, if only these things are really an enemy of our lives. And I think about, you know, the, this thing right now, what we're talking about, and, you know, just let me just give you some practical examples where I have battled this. I get Christmas cards <laughs> from, from people, and I, I have not been good at sending Christmas cards. Matter of fact, I haven't felt like I'm supposed to, but I have the shoulda thing on me where I don't send cards in faith. I don't send cards in guilt and doubt. I'm writing a book right now called Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making. And when we allow doubt to rob us of faith for what we're doing or not doing, or how we're responding now to uh, things that from the past, maybe regrets. And we, we've got to make a decision concerning those things about what we're going to do or what we're not going to do. James 1.6 says, He who doubts is like the wave of a sea tossed to and fro, driven by the wind. And so this woulda, shoulda, coulda thing is can be so subtle i think about my yard and i think about i've got a big yard i've got five acres <laughs> and the, there's a lot of yard for us to keep and 
we bought it in a in somewhat disrepair and i've been making improvements we've been making progress but i again it's a shoulda i should have a better yard i'm tempted to believe that and but the the reality is i need to analyze the season i'm in i need to analyze what my priorities are right now and there's certain things that we are just going to decide it's not time yet for that i'm going to live in a lower level of excellence in this area of my life because i don't believe that it's a priority financially or time or whatever and then i attach faith to that if i allow the regret the guilt the feeling less than because of these kind of things then i'm going to be living in the woulda shoulda coulda lifestyle that robs me of effectiveness again some say wow i, I should have got a college degree i should have taken care of my body more i could have i could have done that in the past but i didn't or i would have i would have if it wasn't for what happened to me if it wasn't for these people if it wasn't for that situation i would have all of these things are common to man first corinthians 10:13 says no temptation has come upon you except which is common to man and god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to bear but with the temptation will provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it but i love what it says in the beginning of that verse no temptation has come upon you except which is common to man and the greatest temptations we face is not be doing behavioral wrong things it's believing lies and lies fuel a lack of hope they fuel doubt but it says these are common to man we all face them we all face them so my question to you today are you battling this? Are you battling the woulda, shoulda, coulda? If only, if only I wouldn't have done that. If only I would have done that. If only this opportunity would have opened up to me. It's time we get rid of regret. And by the way, even on this podcast right now, there's grace being released to you to overcome regret overcome low-grade guilt over current situations in your life that cause you to live in doubt, that cause you to feel less than, that cause you to not attach faith to who you are, the season that you're in. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, Joseph, he had a lot of reasons in his life. He was in jail and he in interpreted the baker and the butler's dream and the butler says i'll remember you but he didn't and he stayed in jail even more he could have gone to the woulda if he would have remembered my life would be so much better but joseph 
Joseph was a successful man. He was successful on the inside when he didn't look successful on the outside. And it created massive open doors for him. Wow, wow, wow. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast today from Igniting Hope Ministries. Let me tell you about a couple things coming up that are really powerful. On April 29th and 30th here in Redding, California, my wife Wendy and I and our Igniting Hope team are doing a two-day conference, the Abounding Hope and Joy Conference. It's going to be wild. It's going to be great. If you can't come for it here in Reading, it's also going to be available on online. You can find out information about it at our IgnitingHopeAcademy.com platform. IgnitingHopeAcademy.com platform. And if you can't afford the online version, let us know. We want everybody. Email us at our website on our contact page. We want everybody who wants to be a part of this conference to be a part of it. And also our, our great Igniting Hope Leadership Development Director, Connie Jones, is going to be doing a course uh, in May, in May, that's going to be, it's going to be so good. It, it's going to be a course on just victory uh, in, in the Lord. That's going to be powerful. It's called reigning in life, reigning in life. And I'm in there. My wife, Wendy, has a big part of that. It's going to be, if you're looking for something to ignite your faith, that's going to do it. And then also this summer, my brother, Phil Backlin and I, Dr. Phil Backlin, he's the other Dr. Phil, and I are, are doing our 12-week online course, The Culture of Empowerment, three to four hours a week. You can do that course anytime, but we, we're going to be doing it together. We'll be doing uh, Zoom sessions, question and answers. It'll be more interactive and more relational during the summer. And that's going to be starting at the beginning of June, the beginning of June, the Culture of Empowerment course. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening today. We're here at Igniting Hope Ministries to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just hopeless people. There's just people without hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope's an unstoppable force. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power. We have the power to help make it so. And then remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> We're either too tired. We either got too many uncertainties. We're, we feel stressed by the pressure that's on our lives, etc. But I, I need joy now. So I need to stir it up right now. And we stir up the joy of the Lord through thanksgiving by focusing more on what we have rather than what we don't have. And we stir it up through Psalm 37, verse 4, where it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. 
The key is, is that we're delighting in him with unfulfilled desires. <laughs> when we're in a state of unfulfilled desires, and that includes all of us, we delight ourselves in the Lord. We get excited. Woohoo, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I don't know what you're going to do in this situation, but I know you got a solution. We've prayed. I'm excited to see what is hap, what you're going to do. And delighting in the Lord is a key to seeing de desires released. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And we've been doing this lately. We've been praying five seconds. And I just had a text from one of my uh, former team members, Robert, who said he's been doing it. We take five seconds at the end of these podcasts for you to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries, for my wife, Wendy, me, you can pray for our conference, whatever, our health. We believe in that. And, and also, I'm doing this to model that if we attach great faith to small things, they become great. And so often, even when we talk about the woulda, shoulda, coulda, we think I should have prayed more. <laughs> I could have prayed more. And certainly there's times to do that. But there's many things where the Lord just says, I want you to pray a five-second prayer, attach faith to it, and it's going to be powerful. And so why don't you take five seconds right now and pray for Igniting Hope Ministries. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for doing it. Your prayers are powerful. In fact, we've been feeling the effects of your prayers in recent months. Hey, thank you so much for watching this YouTube, if you're doing it there. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.